You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Fun crazy, not creepy crazy, on The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Toys, movies, comics, and so much more. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And the more that you listen, the more that you know. The Riley and Kimmy Show. It is episode 985, a Wednesday. That's right, and being a Wednesday, it's a comic book day. Right next to me, reading a comic book is. Kimmy! I got one name! Hi, I am your host, Patrick Riley. They said his face was meant for radio. They said that he'd look good on radio. And everybody told him where to go. And we're getting ready to go. That's right, Kimmy. We're ready. Well, we're getting really ready to uh, take it to the streets. <laughs> Yes, we will be in Coco, Florida for Space Coast Comic Con just uh, hours away, right? Mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the 9th, 10th, and 11th. We'll be in uh, the, the, the beautiful Holiday Inn in Coco, Florida. And that's right off I-95, by the way, for those who might be traveling up from, uh, you know, like Miami or maybe down from Daytona Beach or Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful, beautiful setting. And just full of nerd, geek, pop culture fun for three days. Yes. And we look forward to seeing you at this big, fun event. And by the way, there's going to be a superhero on hand. Oh, yes. Yes, Kimmy. Tell us who that is. Tug. Tug, the Bull Terrier Puppy. And his parents will be there. That's mm-hmm. Blake and Kim Joy Ovard. And, and his it, new little brother, Tui. Tui's there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, is the other one as well? Ajax? I don't know. Okay, well, we do know Tui, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we know there's some four-footers that are going to be there. Uh-huh. And they are fun. If you've never seen Tug before, please check Tug out. Uh, find him on Facebook. Tug, the Bull Terrier Puppy on Facebook. Also Instagram and Twitter, and probably other social media, too, uh, they are worth uh, spending some time with. Really, in all sincerity, Tug is a superhero. He had a a rough start with life, Mm -hmm. and Blake and Kim took Tug in, gave him love, and now Tug is giving love to everyone he can. Mm -hmm. And one of the things he does is, like, tries to uh, stop bullying, right, Kimmy? Stop bullying, yes. Yes, he is um, anti-bullying, and um, also they they do things for as you know bullying um, for um, Alzheimer's, mm. and um, also for of course animal rescue. Yes, so. and there is a tug the bull terrier you know dog uh, 
comic book mm-hmm. by Blake, by his father. You can check that out, and that'll be available. That will be available at Space Coast Comic Con. Please check Tug out. Say hello to Tug. We hope to get Tug on the Riley and Kimmy show. Maybe Animal Special, our show about animals. Mm-hmm. It'd be really nice to have him, his brother, on as well. And definitely Blake and Kim Joy. Yeah, I didn't get to re- really meet him last year, so I'm no. looking forward to this. And last year at Space Coast Comic Con, they were there as guests. Uh-huh. We were there too, and we just didn't get that opportunity. But we're definitely going to do that this time. Uh-huh. And w- we have been following each other. That's Tug and Tug's family and the Riley and Kimmy show f- since uh, Space Coast Comic Con last time. Mm-hmm. And I really come to know them and, and just uh, consider them friends, even though we are cyber friends per se. But uh, I really, really appreciate what they do and mm-hmm. uh, consider them true superheroes and speaking of artists when you're at space coast comic-con make sure you check out he doesn't like being called an artist he likes being called a creator and i actually throw in the word puppeteer with him because that is what he is he's he has a list of things you know what kimmy even has rapper he actually was a, mm. a musical performer mm-hmm. and he's he's got tons of titles wrestler mm-hmm. and that is the highly creative martin dunn very talented. He is there with members of CAE Studios there at uh, Space Coast Comic Con. Stop on by. Say hello to Martin Dunn. He sketches too, by the way. Mm-hmm. And he'll have art. He'll have comic books like Joshua Black and other things available there. And his daughter, Evie, hopefully will be on hand. Now, Evie is nine years old right now. But when she was seven, she came up with an idea for a comic book called Fetch. And it's about... Her dog, Roscoe, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Martin and his friends got behind Evie, and Evie now has a comic book. Yeah, that's yeah. so cool. And you can meet Evie. You can check out about Fetch, hear the story, how Fetch came to be. And hopefully we'll have Evie on the Riley and Kimmy Show, our animal special, this uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. So be sure to check out Martin Dunn and his creative team. The puppets will be there. I hope he doesn't have that, that puppet that he... He claims is my doppelganger. Mm. He's now claiming that puppet and I are brothers. And I tell you what, <laughs> I, you know, I will bring Artemis Eye Steel. If you don't know who I'm talking about, Artemis Eye Steel was on our previous episode, 984. Also, a video is available right now on our Facebook page and our YouTube page and other social media. I tell you what, I think I'm gonna let Mar- I'm gonna think I'm gonna let Martin and uh, Artemis Eye Steel go at it because mm. you know, Martin and that, that doppelganger thing. How would you like to have a puppet doppelganger? Mm. Would you like to have a puppet? Well, maybe Artemis can can uh, wrestle with your doppelganger. Well, yeah. wrestling match. <laughs> I, I don't know if uh, if Artemis would would play fair. That's just it. Yeah, I think he's a biter. <laughs> you know, Probably. I have a feeling he he bites. You yeah. Know, you know, and you just gotta watch him. He's, he doesn't he, exactly play by the rules. No, I, he's shifty. You know, yeah. I, I would trust him. Mm-mm. You know, so I I would you know I wouldn't do that to my doppelganger. I don't think that's fair. Okay. You know, because, you know, let's face it, you know, in some of those wrestling matches, people grab like chairs and things like that. Who knows what mm-hmm. that crazy Artemis Eye Steel, Art Eye Steel would grab. Okay. Yeah, that's true. He would also grab Martin's art. Hope too. he's not listening to this. I know. I'll give him ideas. Well, he'd grab Martin's art if he had a chance too. Oh, yeah. And look out. All of a sudden, he's going to have some new creations. I know. You, you know, if you go back and watch the video or listen, well, watch the video or listen to it, uh-huh. um, he mentioned he had 20 creations, Kimmy, mm. that he wanted to bring to Space Coast Comic Con. You only dealt with, what, like three or four? About four, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he, he had 16 others. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And he, did you catch that? He's creating something for Batman Day. 
I know. He's not going to Batman Day. Mm-mm. No, he is not, not with us. He isn't. I'll tell you that much. And by the way, we will be somewhere for Batman Day. And you can find out more about that on our event page. And that is available at our website. And that web address is... RileyandKimmy.com At Space Coast Comic Con. By the way, this weekend, we're looking for people to sing the Riley and Kimmy Show jingle. Hopefully, Martin Dunn will do that. Hopefully, you know, Martin's not a... Martin is not a, a timid kind of guy. He's not like a certain artist that we encountered last weekend at an event who refused to sing mm. by the name of Humphrey. Mm-hmm. He refused. Now, I think Martin will step up to the plate and will belt out a tune, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you know, if you're like Martin or others who have performed before for the Riley and Kimmy show, we'd love to have you sing a cover version of our jingle. The jingle we have that opens the show is by Outdated Slang, Katie Roberts, beautiful voice. She's the one that sings it. Terry Moore was one of the members that put it together. They perform it, and... Every one of our episodes, we have that jingle. We're looking for others to add to that. Cover versions. Matter of fact, somebody who is at Space Coast Comic Con this weekend has already performed the song for us, and that is the highly talented and gifted Cool As Heck. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. You know, if uh, you think you can do better than cool as heck or not as good, it doesn't matter. We, we, we're not judges here. It's not American Idol. Uh, hey, this <laughs> is one of my favorites. Actually, his is. <laughs> and <laughs> I love his. And matter of fact, I'm going to give him a reward for that one. It, it always it, makes me smile. And you know what I'm going to bring for him at Space Coast Comic Con. Don't say it here, but oh, yeah. I, I brought it mm-hmm. to him before. He, he has earned that, I think, mm-hmm. because of that. And I've had people actually... Royalties, right? Yeah, yeah. I've had people come up to me and they go, who's the one guy that's... I go, that's cool as heck. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, cool as heck. He's cool. He sings. You can too. Stop on by our table at Space Coast Comic Con and become part of the Riley and Kimmy show. And by the way, I will have that Etch-A-Sketch thing there. If you wanted to uh, do a fun duel with us, I, I'm, you have a good advantage over me. I could do a box. Yeah. You know, some fool... And he's listening to this show. He's a friend. He's a brother. And I'm, I'm calling him a fool, though. Because he, he, with all seriousness, because I went to him, because he is an artist. And you know who I'm talking about. He's my brother from another mother. Mm-hmm. You know, a very good friend of ours. Okay. And, you know, he's a very creative person. And I, I went to him. I said, come on, can you give me some tips on how to beat Martin Dunn with this thing? And he's like, oh, get yourself one of those mini Etch-A-Sketches and just constantly practice with it. Eh, yeah, that really worked. <laughs> it didn't work. Mm. But, you know, I, I was talking to somebody else. They said, could you use magnets? And I, I'm like, yeah, but you'll maybe mess up the Etch-A-Sketch. Mm. I just don't see how you can even do that. You know, with and that it. would be cheating. Well, yes, it would be. But up against Martin Dunn, you know, gotta, I got to at least have every, every you, option. You've been hanging around Artemis too, oh, too no, much. No, 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 no. Actually, I'm not that competitive with, you know, I'm not. Okay. I, you know, I think Martin might be. Because <laughs> he really is gifted. Mm-hmm. I can't. As you know, I cannot paint or draw or sketch at all. And, uh, well, I don't know how anybody does on this Etch-A-Sketch. And on the back of the Etch-A-Sketch box, they say some of these Etch-A-Sketches go for $5,000. Five Mm. grand. I don't know how anybody does that. Mm -mm. But if you know how or you want to just have fun with that, come on by our table. Uh, We'll have an Etch-A-Sketch or two. Right, Kimmy? Mm -hmm. You know, I'd love to have. You know, I I think Jake Estrada from Space Coast Comics might do an Etch-A-Sketch thing with me. Yeah. I think that might be kind of fun. Cool as heck, too, maybe. Sure. Terrence Baker. Yeah. And anybody. Come on by. David Grace, show promoter. Love to have all of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, let's, hey, 
I wonder if we can get a cosplayer or two to try it too. Princess Lamari's there. Okay. I wonder if she, you know, wouldn't that be amazing if she's the one who can actually etch a sketch? Mm-hmm. I, that'd be, man, I hope you can do it. I think that'd be great. Mm-hmm. If Martin Dunn does a box like me and somebody does a squiggly line, you know, and here she is, something that we can identify and it's actually art. Uh-huh. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Find out. Maybe you have that Etch-A-Sketch talent. You know what's really going to be funny? Showing an Etch-A-Sketch to some people who have no idea what it is. Mm. Kimmy's going to go, it's a tablet. <laughs> <laughs> These were tablets back in the 1960s and 70s. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, be the best way to describe it, right? Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Kimmy, would you like to play Nerd and Pop and Geek Trivia right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, for the September 7th, here we go. <laughs> All right, asking Kimmy some questions. We stay away from mathematics, spelling, geography, geometry, astronomy, astrology. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of everything else we're supposed to stay away from. Is there anything else we're supposed to stay away from? Uh, uh, sports you're open with. Music you're okay. Yep. TV shows, movies, <laughs> they're open. And uh, Broadway is kind of off from time to time, right? Yeah, no geometry, no... Yeah, we already covered that. Okay. Geology, no... Oh, okay. Algebra, no yeah. trigonometry. Okay. Oh, okay. No. no genealogy either. That's another ology we got to throw out, too. That's okay. It is? All right. Well, here we go. It's September 7th. It's a Wednesday. By the way, it is comic book day. Be sure to support your local comic book shop. You can find the latest releases at comic book stores throughout the nation. Available right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's right in the nerd news section. We have those. And there's also a comic book shop locator if you have no idea where one is. If you're in a greater Orlando area, we recommend going to... Where, Kimmy? Coliseum of Comics. That's right, Coliseum of Comics in Altamont Springs. Be sure to stop on by, say hello from the Riley and Kimmy Show. They they will serve you right and give you all the things that you need to be a comic book nerd, like bags, boards, and also set you up with subscriptions and, and be able to order everything that's in previews that's uh, coming out like in the next couple of months and also take care of what has maybe came, you know, already out in stores right now. And they sometimes, if you missed an order, if you say, boy, it's out this week and I didn't know it was coming out, they sometimes can still order it, like for a couple of weeks. Not always, but sometimes. Moving over to that almanac, Kimmy. Here we go. It was on this date in history in 19-something. I'm going to give you that much of a clue. Not the 2000s. It was 19-something. The cartoon Blondie made its first appearance in comic strips. Ah, uh, don't touch that dial. Listen to <laughs> All right, Kimmy, tell me the year it showed up in newspapers as a comic strip for the very first time. The very first appearance of Blondie. 1932? 1930, very close. We'll give you a positive on that one. And it would go to radio very close, very fast. It would uh, end up on radio almost um, pretty overnight, if you will, and, and became a successful movie series for a long period of time. I can't remember the total count. It was over 13 films they did, hmm. Blondie, with uh, Arthur Lake as Dagwood and Penny Singleton as Blondie. Did you ever watch those old mm-hmm. movies? You did? Because mm-hmm. I know WGN in Chicago, oh, Channel yeah. 9, used to run those, and I love those. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, I mean, I, I actually look forward to those. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never seen the Blondie TV series. They did that. And they did the Blondie radio show, which I'm quite familiar with because Arthur Lake did that, and Penny Singleton did a lot of the episodes as well. Moving back to the Almanac, Kimmy, it was on this date, the final episode of the original The Dick Van Dyke Show was aired Give me the year and give me the network. Oh, um, 1968. Very close. 1966. 
Okay. And, and the uh, network. There's only three at this I time know. period. So you've got a good CBS. Chance. You got it. CBS is correct. They canceled it in 1966. They didn't actually cancel it. Dick Van Dyke and crew canceled it. Uh, Reiner did because the show was at its top game. It was pulling top ratings and they just decided they exhausted all the storylines and they wanted to end on the top of the game. Uh, How how long was it on? I believe five years. I think it was. Okay. I think it was from 61 to, I mean, I I don't want to look that up, but I think it was 61 to 66 that it was on Jerry Seinfeld to use that same kind of model. That's mm-hmm. why he pulled the plug on Seinfeld when it was at its top, mm-hmm. or right at its top, before it started to deteriorate in his eyes. Nice. You think he was right mm-hmm. to do that? Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go, Kimmy. It was on this date in history that this single was released. I'm going to give you the year. You tell me the artist. The year, 1957. This is a classic, a timeless are you ready? Mm-hmm. Here is the song. Darling, you sent me. I know you sent me. Darling, you sent me. Honest, you do. Honest, you do. Honest, you do. Whoa. Can you tell me the name of that artist who sang the song, You Sent Me? Nat King Cole? No, Kimmy. No. no. Um, Sam Cooke. Sam Cooke. 1957 released. Was the year that that song was released. It's on this date, Kimmy, the half-hour Saturday morning cartoon, The Beatles, aired its last show. Can you tell me what year that ended its original runs? 73? 1969. Did you watch The Beatles cartoon? Because they, they would run it in syndication after that. Mm-mm. I never watched it. I had... I just, Mm-mm. even when it came out, I had no interest in it. Didn't like it. Didn't like the wits. Just no interest. Did you watch the Three Stooges cartoons? Remember those? Mm-mm. Okay. Few people remember that, it seems like. the. And what's really weird, I remember um, our, our good friend Mark Mayhew and I, I think we're talking about that. He attended up in Chicago. Uh, I don't think it was Bozo's show. I'm not sure. Uh, but it was some Chicago event, I think at WGN-TV. And they had the Stooges there for the cartoon, right? Mm-hmm. And... The Living Stooges, and it was Mo Howard and Larry Fine, and probably I'm guessing Joe Besser or Curly Joe, one Curly Joe Dorita, one of the two that was there. And Mark's like, "What happened? They're old, yeah, you know, because they were, you know, quite a bit older from when they did the original stuff back in the 30s, and the cartoons they they're not, you know, they're like younger. Mm-hmm. So, but what they would do is they do the cartoon, they'd have a little adventure, and then they come to them doing a skit. And these guys were in their 70s or close to 80s, probably at that time period. Mm-hmm. So it kind of looked weird. Hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised you never saw that one. Mm-mm. All right, Kimmy, moving over to another cancellation. This TV show was canceled. Give me the year. Give me the name of the show. We're going to play just a bit of its closing theme, not its opening theme. And give me what network canceled it. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. This is It aired for the last time on this date in history. Original programming then it would go into syndication it was already in syndication but he would play for decades and still does on me tv here's your clue now it's time to say goodbye to jed and all his kin they would like to thank you folks for kindly dropping in you're all invited back next week to this locality to have a heaping helping of their hospitality give me name the tv show beverly hillbilly yeah give me the year of that the final episode the final time it aired 
Original programming. 71. That's correct. And give me the network. CBS. That's correct. You did that. You're doing quite well there. All right. Uh, Kimmy, over in the, I'm not going to ask you a question about this. This is just, you know, the day before, I think it was a, a couple of days ago, we had on Nerd Trivia some t- or two fools in 1930 that drove backwards all over America. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that. Mm-hmm. In their Model A, the 1929 Model A, I can't imagine doing that on the roads. And I can't imagine doing that today. We have another one of those kind of, oh, wow, that's, you, you set a world world record. Ow. Here we go. 1975, Steve Anderson set a record for picking a guitar. Anderson, at the age of 22, picked a guitar for 114 hours and seven minutes. He broke the old record by more than four hours. Mm. Better he picked that guitar than his nose. Mm. But can you imagine playing, trying to, ew, wow. I wonder if he Ouch. had to actually play a tune or if he could just, you know, mm-hmm. play gibberish. Yeah. I mean, yeah. can you imagine for wow. 114 plus hours? Ouch. Yeah. Hey, we know some people that play music. Katie Roberts plays a, plays the guitars. Maybe Terry can uh, play the drum for... 114 hours, too. Yeah. Well, both of them could go at it. Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> that could be fun at our 1,000th episode in downtown Deland. Mm-hmm. See if Katie or Terry pass out trying to break a record. Uh-huh. Who knows what that record's set now? Maybe yeah. it's 200 hours. Yeah. Well, maybe oh. it's longer or shorter for the drum. It, it could be. I'm going to blame you on that one. Uh, Terry, that was Kimmy's idea. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Kimmy, on this date in history, give me... Are you ready? It was 1978. This person was a drummer for a certain group. I'm going to see if you can identify the group here. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Now, this drummer died in London after overdosing at the age of 31. See if you can identify the group that he was part of from the beginning. Here's your audio clue. People try to put us to death. Talking about my generation. Just because we get around. Talking about my generation. Things they do look awful. Talking about my generation. We'll back that before I get old. Talking about my generation. Jimmy. Name the group. The Who. That's correct. Can you name that drummer by chance? Keith Moon. That's exactly right. You did that. Passed away on this date, 1978, at the age of 31, died of an overdose. It was on this date in history, Kimmy. ESPN made its debut on cable TV. Two-part question. Give me the year it made its debut. And if you get bonus points, if you can tell me what ESPN stands for. Mm, 1979. That's exactly right. You're kidding. That's exactly right. Holy cow. You're doing I should, good. I should pick some lotto numbers tonight. Yeah, there you you're go. You're doing good. Ooh, yeah, you're doing good. Now, Ooh. tell me, just bonus points here. Can you tell me what ESPN stands for? Something Sports Something Network. Mm, you are <laughs> right. That's something, something. Yeah, you're, you're correct there. Can you fill those uh, somethings in? Everything Sports... <laughs> All right, you're not going to get it. No, I can see that. It no. is the Entertainment and Sports Programming Network. Ah. ESPN. Okay. So on this date, Kimmy, American Express Company issued the first of its platinum charge cards. Give me the year that happened. Uh, 78. 1984. Okay. Moving over to birthdays, notables. I'm not going to really ask you any questions about this one because I have a feeling you don't know who this is. Peter Lawford. You have no idea who he is, right? I've heard the name. Do you know what he's known for? 
acting. And I'll accept that. Uh, he was born on this date, passed away at the age of 61 in 1984. This person, musician, wrote so many songs before the age of 22. See if you can identify who this is. Are you ready for your audio clue? Mm-hmm. Tell me who this birthday person is. And who is that, Kimmy? Buddy Holly. That's right. By the time he was 22 years old, he recorded some 50 tracks. Most of them, wow. most of them, he had re- had written himself. Next question, Kimmy. Tell me the name of the song that is about him and his tragic death. But February made me shiver with every paper I deliver. Bad news on the doorstep. I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried When I read about his widowed bride Something touched me deep inside The day the music died Tell me the name of the song. American Pie. Bye. Don McLean. That's right. And bonus points, what year did that come out? Seven, 1970. You're close enough. 1971, that song came out. American Pie. It is about Buddy Holly. Also has references to Elvis and also Ricky Nelson in there mm. too. And many others. You, we could go on for quite a bit analyzing and overanalyzing that song. Is it one of your favorites, Kimmy? Mm, no. Okay. Well... Well, we'll move to a positive side here, Kimmy. See if you can identify this person having a birthday. Musician, singer, actually. Really big in the disco era. So you are probably jumping up and down on the bed singing this song. Are you ready for This is one of the big hits. All right, tell me who this is. Tell me who this birthday person is. At first I was afraid. I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights. Tell me who that is. Gloria Gaynor? That is correct. Gloria Gaynor. I, you got it. You did dance to that, didn't you? No. Probably, you probably had it on KTEL. You had those KTEL. I didn't actually care for that song. You didn't. I did. I, I'm sure you were exposed to that because I bet WLS in Chicago, which you listened to, played oh, yes. it a lot, didn't it? Yes. I love that song. Tell, a tell, lot, a lot, Yes, lot. it did. Tell me how old Gloria Gaynor is today. Um, if you say 88, I'm I'm going to scream at you. 77. She, 77. What, what is that now? Your other 88, 77, 95. Those are Kimmy's, uh, you know, backup guesses she is 67 today and kimmy she had quite a few hits i will survive hot 100 number one in 1979 never can say goodbye hot 100 number nine in 74 let me know i have a right hot 100 number 42 in 1980 and i am what i am r&b number 82 in 1983 so isn't she- that popeye oh boy moving i over am in- what i am I- 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, thank you, Kimmy. Thanks for adding to this show. Here we go. All right. Julie Kavner having a birthday today. Do you know who Julie Kavner is? She's a voiceover actress known for a very big cartoon that's been on forever. And Simpsons? Yes, right. That's a voice of whom? Lisa? No. Uh, Marge. That's correct, Kimmy. She does other voices, too, on The Simpsons, but she did something a few years before that. See if you can identify the TV show she was part of. Yeah, but he's sort of shy. Lenny! <laughs> Lenny, it's your cousin, Rhoda Faye. What was that show that she was part of? Rhoda? Yeah, that's right, Kimmy. She played her sister, remember? Brenda. Oh, on Rhoda. Oh, yeah. yeah, she did that for a long time. Matter of fact, she won a uh, Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series for Rhoda. Hmm. I never watched that show. Did you watch it? I was exposed to it. You Because somebody had... Back then, you didn't have a remote control, did you? No. You were the remote control. It was like, Kimmy, yeah. change the channel. Kimmy had to go run, change the channel. So it was stuck on whatever, you know, somebody left of that. Don't touch that TV channel. <laughs> right. All right. I, I'm surprised you actually knew who that was. See if you can identify this birthday person. They are the lead singer for this group that they founded. Tell me the name of the group that they founded. Here is your audio clue. And tell me who that lead singer is and how old they are today. All right, Kimmy, name that that band. The Pretenders. That's correct. Name the lead singer. Chrissy Hine. That's correct. And how old is she today? Um, 62. She is 65 today. He played on the TV show L.A. Law. He played the character Arnold Becker, attorney. Can you tell me the name of the actor who played that and tell me how old he is today? Corbin Burnson. That's correct. And how old is Corbin today? Uh, 68. He is 62 today. Now, Kimmy, moving over to this notable. See if you can tell me who he is. I'm going to give you his name. You tell me the name of the character or actually the TV show that he's known for. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. His name is Michael Emerson. Here is your audio clue. My name is Harold Finch. Ten years ago, I built a secret computer system for the government. A machine of unrivaled power. Can you tell me the TV show? Person of Interest. That's correct. Person of Interest. And can you tell me how old Michael Emerson is? Mm, 48. He is 62 today. And okay. yeah, and, and, and would you, what? What did you, you say? I just laughed. Oh, would you say? What did you say? I just, no, oh, okay. I just yeah, laughed. He, he is 62 today. And before Person of Interest, he was teaching acting in North Florida. He was mm. in the Jacksonville, Palm Coast area teaching acting. Wow. And I wonder if he'll return. Mm. That'd be kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And one of the other things he is known for to nerds is he was the voice of the Joker in Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part 1 and Part 2. I made myself pretty for you. You should say thank you. That's better. Ugh. The years have not been kind, have they? Anywho, I have a little errand for one of your girls. Must be wonderful to get to tell your side of things. I know the world has every reason to hate me, but it's so disheartening. <laughs> oh, please. No one wants to hear from me. 
<laughs> You're in trouble now. Make me. Come on, finish me. I made you lose control. <laughs> and they'll kill you for it. <laughs> Michael Emerson, who was in Batman The Dark Knight Returns as the Joker. It's really cool listening to him with Peter Weller, who's a voice of the Batman. The two of them, you know, sparring together vocally. It's really a fantastic uh, thing to check out. And I, I actually love Peter Weller as Batman. And Michael Emerson's very interesting there. I'm not saying he's my favorite Joker at all. Mm. You know, it, it was, I think it was an interesting choice. I don't know why yeah. they actually chose him. I have no idea. That wraps up our our pop culture geek trivia here on the Riley and Kimmy show. And I thought since it's uh, Blondie's birthday, if you will, we go back to the golden age of radio. Radio was new. Radio, someone still loves you. And that's a Riley and Kimmy show. Anytime we can go back in time and, uh, you know, focus on the olden days of radio. Yeah. The golden age of radio. Otherwise known as the Theater of the Mind, OTR is also called to collectors. We take that opportunity. And right now, going back to an episode of Blondie on radio. Now, what's kind of interesting, Blondie had made it big in comic strips, moved to movies, radio movies at about the same time, pretty close, and eventually TV, and stayed on radio for a long time. Here we have an example of Blondie from 1950. It's titled, Dagwood Loses Dithers $5,000. Stars, yeah, that'd be kind of that's a lot of money in 1950. $5,000, anyhow, and that's a lot of sandwiches for Dagwood. Mm. Yeah, stars Arthur Lake, who is known for those movie serials or the movie episodes of Blondie that Kimmy loves so much, and I do too. Here's a fantastic example of the golden age of radio. Here's Blondie on the Riley and Kimmy show. Ah, 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 don't touch that dial. Listen to. Folks, it's another half hour of fun with Blondie and Dagwood, with Arthur Lake as Dagwood, Anne Rutherford as Blondie, and Hanley Stafford as Mr. Dithers. And now for our weekly visit with your neighbors, the Bumsteads of Shady Lane Avenue. Dagwood has just come dragging downstairs this morning. His eyes are still closed, and there's a very sleepy look on his face. By force of habit, he walks right over to the breakfast table, and he's just sitting down when Blondie puts his eggs in front of him and says, Good morning, Dagwood. Good night, dear. Oh, what's the dream? Wake up, Dagwood. No, let me sleep a little longer, Blondie, then I'll get right up and dress, yeah. Oh, my goodness. He still thinks he's in bed. No, please, honey. I do. What's the matter, Dagwood? What a shock. I thought I was patting you on the cheek and it turned out to be my fried eggs. Oh, my. You certainly are a sleepyhead this morning, Yeah, well, I didn't sleep very well last night. Now, I don't think I got more than nine or ten hours. I'd... Oh, that's too bad, darling. What was the trouble? I'm worried about something. What is it? Well, that's what I'm worrying about. I I don't know, but it sure worries me. 
Well, how can it if you don't know what it is? Well, the same thing happened to me one day last week when I left for the office. I, I was worried about something, but I didn't remember what I was worried about until I got on the bus. Oh. Oh, was that the morning you forgot to take your wallet? Hey, no, that was the morning I forgot to put on my pants. Holy oh. <laughs> uh, smoke, Brownie, look at the time. I'm going to be late for the office, and I, I, I wanted to get there a little early this morning. What for, Dad? Well, well, the sooner I get to the office, the sooner I can get back to sleep. <laughs> well, hold the door open for me, here I go. Goodbye. Officer, I want you to... What do you know? Sound asleep. What a sound. Like a giraffe swallowing a roll of sandpaper. I wonder what I should do. Pour ink in his mouth? No, it costs too much. Maybe I ought to set fire to it. No. Shame on me for thinking such a horrible thought. <laughs> I know. I'll make him a fashion place. I'll paint a handlebar mustache on him with my Esquire shoe polish. Oh, isn't he cute? Just couldn't do anything to hurt him today. I'll wake him gently, like Blondie does. Wake up. Darling. You've got to get to the office and wait for Mr. Diddley's. Uh, doggone that old Billy Goat. Oh, Mr. Diddley's. Oh, my, but where did you come from? Where'd I come from? Yeah. The store brought me, of course. <laughs> What's the idea of sleeping in the office? Well, I, I, I'm sorry, Mr. Diddy's. I'm just this terribly tired because I didn't sleep last night. I, I've been worried about something. Oh, what is it? Well, I can't remember now, but when I do, a, a bell rings in my mind. Must be an awful little bell. Yeah. Well, uh, You're uh, available for consultation now? Uh, yes, I am, Mr. Diddy's. Uh, what can I do for you? Well, since you asked me, uh, would you mind dropping your head in the waste paper basket? Yeah, oh, not at all. <laughs> Oh, Get your silly dome out of that basket. There's enough trash in there already. Yeah. Well, I'm just kidding around, Mr. Dick. Well, stop it. I just wanted to remind you that Potter W. Potter is coming here tomorrow. Ah. And I want those plans all finished. How are you coming with the rough drawings? Oh, well, uh, the roughs are all finished, but the finished drawings are still rough. If those finished drawings aren't finished... I'll be rough and you'll be finished. Yeah, well, if I'm finished, I'll be rough. rough yes, because rough. I'll rough it up, you're finished. Yeah, well... I'll look. Now. Potter's been over at the Goliath Company for two days. Hmm. And they're trying their best to snaggle his business away from him. Well, uh, don't worry, Mr. Diddy. The Goliath Company can't beat us out. They're pretty smart. Ah, uh, you're smarter. They're pretty tough. You're tougher. And they're pretty crooked. You've really got him over a barrel there. Bumstead, now get after those plans, finish them, and report to me before you leave the office today. Okay. I, I, 
I wonder if Mr. Divers is in his office. I, well, maybe I'd better sneak out without knocking on the door. Let's see now. Shall I or shallant I knock on the door? Uh, will I or willn't I? Oh, I can't decide. Knock, knock, lad, knock. Oh, uh, yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, uh, you uh, told me to report when I left, so I am reporting. And now, goodbye. Bond said, come back. Yeah, what? Are we all ready for Potter Potter when we meet with him tomorrow? Oh, sure. The plans are all finished. Good. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that valuable package I gave you to take care of. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-huh. That's what it was. That's what what was? Uh, that's what what was worrying me. Uh, it's taking care of that valuable package, Mr. Diddy. Valuable is right. There's $5,000 in cash, didn't I? No. Oh, if I'd known that, I never would have taken it. Well, I was afraid to leave it here, and if I took it home and Cora found it, goodbye, $5,000. You haven't lost it or anything, have oh. you? Oh, lost it? Oh, oh certainly. Ha, 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 not. Hmm. You seem awfully nervous about something. Oh, no, I'm, I'm just knocking my knees together for fun. I kind of like it. <laughs> I'm not nervous at all, not at all, at all, at all, at all. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, well, okay, well, I think I'll just sort of kind of saunter casually home now. <laughs> Goodbye, Bumstead. Come on. Darling, welcome home. Yes, uh, thank you, dear. But listen, Blondie. Oh, let me give you a nice big fat kiss. Now, mm. there's no time for... Mm, 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 mm. Well, now, cut it out, Blondie. Mm. Mm-hmm. How is that? <laughs> what do I care if I lost $5,000? Wow, wow. Whoa, $5,000. Oh, yes, that's that, that, that what was worrying me, Blondie. Mr. Dither gave me a package and told me to put it someplace where it would be safe, and I, I don't know where I put it. Oh, Daddy, haven't you any idea at all? All I know is that I put it someplace where I, I wouldn't forget it. Well, now, that this don't, don't worry, dear. You, you'll remember it in a little while. Yeah, well, look, I, What's I, all that money for? Well, I got the idea that Mr. Dither is going to use it to close a deal with a big industrialist named uh, Potter W. Potter. Oh, the client company is trying to get his business. Too. Oh, hello, Daddy. Yeah, oh, hello, Cookie, dear. Oh, uh, Cookie, you didn't happen to find $5,000 lying around here any place, did you? Huh? Heavens, no. I haven't even seen $1,000. Yeah, oh. Where did you leave it? Oh, I don't know. Daddy, aren't you kind of careless with money? Oh, I, I didn't know what it was when I hid it away. Let's see. What would I do if I were $5,000 and somebody left me somewhere? Mm. I think I'd blow out the window. Now, don't say those things. Yes, I'd blow out the window. Mm. And I'd be found by a nice old man with a pretty daughter. He'd use the money to keep his rent from being sold to the banker who's trying to get it away from him because he knows there's gold on it. Because the cowboy who's in love with the daughter has found lost mine. Only the banker pulled a gun on him and tied him up. She's been watching too much television. Don't I know it. She called Alexander an ornery old varmint today. I said I was sorry. Anyway, that's what I think would happen to the $5,000. Yeah, well, it's just as well it didn't happen that way. 
If all those old men with ranches and pretty daughters found $5,000, there wouldn't be any need for Hopalong Cassidy. <laughs>
we got that uh, Blondie, it's you. I should say it is me. Yeah, well, I was having a little conversation with my subconscious mind, but it just wouldn't tell me where the money is. Dagwood Bumstead. Yeah. Who is Yum Yum Williams? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I never heard of her before in my life. Dagwood, you were talking about her in your sleep. Yeah. Well, she, she must have got uh, mixed up into my dreams by mistake. <laughs> well, a beautiful memory of mine has been ruined forever. Yeah. How, dear? You told me you wrote that poem to me. Oh, Blondie, thy beauty is to me like those Nicene barks oh, of yours. Oh, I'll never sleep again. Well, well, let's start hunting for that dough, Blondie. No, I'm not even sure you wrote that other poem for me. Yeah, which one is that? The one that went, she walks in beauty like the night. Yeah, well, no, no. Look, dear, I'd rather not say who it was written for, dear. <laughs> so it'll just have to be a secret between me and Lord Byron. <laughs> Well, Dagwood, we've looked all over the house, and it simply can't be found. Yeah. I've looked everywhere, but I can't find the money. Hmm. You don't suppose Alexander found it and ran off and got married, do you? What? Cookie, oh, stop thinking of things like that. Well, he's got a new girl that he's just crazy about. And how do you know? While I was hunting for the money, look what I found in his handwriting. Hmm. Dorothy May. Thy beauty is to me like those some kind of barks of yours. Yeah, yeah, never mind, never mind. <laughs> we know the rest of it. Like father, like son. Mm. How about looking in the icebox? Nothing doing. By the time your father got everything out and put back half of it, would be gone. It's bedtime now, and the money will probably turn up in the morning, I'm sure. Now, come on, let's all get some sleep. Sleep, oh, yeah. All I know is that I haven't had any sleep since Mr. Dithers gave me that little box with the money. Oh, I, I probably won't sleep tonight, either. Oh, I suppose not. I just hope your snoring doesn't keep me awake. Dagwood? Are you asleep? One hundred and six thousand five hundred and seventy-three, one hundred and six thousand five hundred and seventy-four, one hundred and six thousand five hundred and seventy-five. What are you doing? Counting sheep? No, I, I've already counted them, dear. Sheared them and sold the wool, and now I'm counting my profit. <laughs> Two dollars and sixty-three cents, and another nickel makes two dollars and eighty-six cents, Jim. Two dollars and eighty-six cents. What happened to those hundred thousand? I just paid my taxes, Jim. Oh, now I got to start all over again. <laughs> Now. All right, Cookie. Oh. oh, oh, what a night. How do you feel, dear? It's terrible. I spent all last night in the sheep business. Sometime around four o'clock, I went bankrupt. 
Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, and an old man who just found $5,000 with a pretty daughter bought the rank and discovered gold on it. Oh, everything happens to me. Sounds to me like you were dreaming. Yeah, maybe so. Well, did you remember where you hid that box with the money in it? No, but I know it's in some real simple, easy place. Yeah, I'll see who it is. Oh, if it's the mailman, invite him in for a cup of coffee. Hello, Mr. Dibbs. Well, hello, Mr. Dibbs. Goodbye, Mr. Dibbs. I'll see you at the office a little later, Mr. Dibbs. Stop shoving me out of the door. Well, hello, Mr. Dibbs. Hi, Blondie. Hello, Uncle Dizzy. Hmm. Every time I see Cookie, I'm amazed at the size of the little brat, the darling. Uh, Mr. Kennedy, uh, uh, this, this isn't the office. I'll have to ask you not to talk business before I have my breakfast. <laughs> All right. Just hand over that 5000 bucks and I'll run off. Uh, what uh, $5,000 uh, in that little box I gave you the other day? You know, Daddy, the $5,000 that you lost. It is lost. Bumpstead. Come here, you... Uh, now, now, Mr. Kennedy, put down that umbrella. I'm going to shove this down your throat. An opening. Oh, no. Now, wait a minute, Mr. Divvy. The $5,000 isn't lost at all. It isn't? No. Dagwood hid it someplace. He just can't remember where at the moment. Oh. He couldn't remember where yesterday either. Yeah, look, uh, run along to school, Cookie. Uh, yeah, and I'll go with you. Bob said you stay where you now, are. No, hurry up now, Cookie. We'll be late, won't we? Now, come on. Bob said... This time you'd never get out of kindergarten. Stay where you are. Goodbye, Cookie. And here's a quarter for the information. You can use it to buy your father a bunch of lilies. Thank you. Bye. Goodbye, dear. Yeah, yeah, goodbye. I've got to have that dough to close the deal with Potter Potter. Mr. Diddy, if this deal is on the level, why do you have to have 5000 in cash? Because it, it, it isn't exactly on the level. But if Potter gives us this contract, it will mean a really juicy profit. Bumstead. Ah. Please find that money by the time I get back here. Or something unfortunate will happen to you. Yes, why? In cold blood. <laughs> That's all. Yes. I'm leaving now. Quietly and calmly. Yes. No harsh words. Mm. Goodbye, Bumstead. Yeah, yeah, goodbye, Mr. Diddy. Just find that money or I'll murder you! Oh, dear. Dagwood, there's only one thing for you to do. Keep out of Mr. Dither's way until he simmers down. Mm. Look, why don't you go to Sheridan City for the day? Mm. If you're out of my way, too, why, that'll give me a chance to try and find the money. <laughs> Comfortable, Mr. Bumster? Oh, thank you. Uh, I, I, no, everything's uh, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm not nervous. I, I'm just, well, I, I'm really not, you know. Uh, well, don't you think you ought to stop pulling the buttons off your shirt and eating them? Uh, no. Uh, just getting my calcium, you know. Stuart, <laughs> uh, uh, where do I sit? Where do I sit? Uh, right here. Thank you, thank you. When do we take off? When do we take off? Uh, in just a moment, I'll check with the pie. Well, hurry, please, hurry. I'm in a hurry. Hurry. Uh, say, you seem to be a little nervous, too, huh? Uh, just a bit, just a bit. Uh, oh, have some of my buttons? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. 
Oh, do you do you know that you say everything twice? Well, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, well, maybe you'd just kind of rather sit here in my seat next to the window. Yeah, you can see the view better, and you'll be the first one to know if one of the motors catches on fire or something. Now, come on. Don't be nervous. Now, I'll get out, and you slide over here. Here, here we go. Come no, on. No, please. No, I'm very comfortable. Very comfortable. Oh, you're on my foot. You're on my foot. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There we are. Now, slide over. Slide over. Slide over. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, now, are you comfy there? Steward, when do we start? When do we start? Oh, right away, sir. Uh, passenger Bumstead? Here I am. Uh, I, I'm a passenger Bumstead. Well, I've just got a message for you. Uh-huh. Everything is okay. I've got the $5,000 and there'll be no murder tonight. Yes. Well, uh, thank you. <laughs> well, excuse me. I've got to go now. Yes. What's the matter with her? <laughs> Excuse me, I'll uh, get my briefcase from under your seat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, goodbye now and have a nice trip. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, where are you from? Echo, California. Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. <laughs> Is that you? Yeah. Huh? Poor Mr. Dizzy. He's in the other room. He's crying. What's the matter? Did did someone die or something? Oh, no. Much worse than that. He lost the money. Oh. But but I I thought that you had found the money, Blondie. This is some other money. Mm -hmm. Just look at it. Oh. I should have known better. Two thousand dollars right down the drain. And I loved every dollar of it. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Dibbage. Uh, I hear that you lost a little money, huh? <laughs> yes, that potter turned out to be a crook. What? A bigger crook than you, Mr. Dibbage? That's right. Hit me when I'm down. I deserve it. I gave him two thousand in cash. <laughs> The only bright spot is the Goliath Company gave him 5000 And another bright spot is that Dagwood didn't give you the 5000 that he hid for you. Yeah, that's right, Blondie. Where, where, where was that money, Blondie? Now, will you please tell me, where did I hide it? You, you see, Mr. Giddett, I just couldn't sleep from worrying about it. That isn't why you couldn't sleep, Dagwood. Hmm. You couldn't sleep because you had hidden the box with the money under the mattress. And it made a little lump in the bed. Hey, 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 that's right. Now I remember. Well, I'm glad you didn't remember sooner. Or Potter Potter would have had that money money. He skipped out of town on the plane and the police missed him in Sheridan. (laughs) Oh, oh, I'll bet he was on the same plane that I was. Well, you couldn't mistake him. He says everything twice. Oh, that's him. That's him. That's the fellow. Hey, Dagwood. Yeah. What isn't your briefcase you got there? What? <laughs> oh, he smoked that thief. Look what he did. He swiped my briefcase when we changed seats. Oh, don't go to wait a minute. Let me see what's in this thing. Oh, no. oh, oh it's money. Gobs and gobs of money. Homestead, my hero. What? I should have known I could count on you to do the wrong thing at the right time. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com.